0: Welcome, Laugh Not Die Later, this might be like 57, almost 60, it's just, it's barely getting better, it's like 60 fucking episodes in, almost like, I think we started recording, like, the first episode didn't come until October, but it's almost been like two years, I feel like, since we started recording, and it's just barely fucking getting decent, so thank you everybody who's tuning in, you know, uh, appreciate everyone who's listening, and uh, here, here. I hope, I've hope i said it multiple times across uh, Different guests we've had over Fucking two years But uh Fucking favorite, my, my favorite band at the moment Is Trash Talk Purposely kissing Spencer's ass Who's, who's, our, who's our special <laughs> guest today I don't give a fuck, I love Trash Talk so much right now That I'm like, and I Who do I quote, who, who am I quoting uh, Sammy Winston, on, his, on the zine somewhere right here He says, once you see Trash Talk Every other band seems like lazy and that's what it felt like every t- Like after, like it's like my my life in hardcore and punk, or whatever. It's literally I got into it, trash talk, and then after it just feels like that. I like it's just like just uh, I love trash talk way too much. Every, but we got our special guest, Spencer. How you doing?
1: Good, man. Thanks for having me here, Ricky. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I, pre- I appreciate you accepting. Uh, it was uh, it was very hard to get you, but I was like, man, I got to do this. I, it took it took a while, right?
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I got a busy schedule. Like, I got a, uh, I got a two-year-old, so my, my weeks are pretty, yeah, pretty packed with hanging with him. You're
0: the first guest. When I was a kid, I think. Yeah. Is that true? I think that I might be true. Maybe. I don't think, or oh, maybe. Probably the first one that brought one. Definitely <laughs> that, but I think like everybody is either like kind of too young, or are currently touring, or currently in bands, and then or like they just never had kids. So that's crazy. Yeah, I think you might be the first guest who ever has a kid. Yeah. That's one thing that's one thing I've said to like like people in hardcore, like like every time I ask like why do you have a kid, they're like, oh, I feel like I'm not gonna be a good dad or something. I'm like, dude, you're the people that should be having kids. Like, there's people out there in the world who like shouldn't be having kids. There's people there's so much, there's like out of all the hundred percent of parents in the world, like 30 of them, like, are fucking, like, ready And, like, want to have a kid Cause, lord fucking, I've seen, like Especially growing up in the hood Like, oh my god Moms are, like, just trying to get pregnant Just to get that, you know what I mean? They get that check Like, oh, you see, like Well, I love him But he's gonna go with that other chick Like, I'm gonna get him pregnant Like, shit like that You see a lot of them Like, god damn This is why That's why the world's fucked
1: Yeah, it's rough
0: Yeah how, 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 was, how was that when you had a kid? You, how old is Mark? He's two yeah, So, he's two. you had him, like, two You
1: were 30 You were 35? Yeah, 35 You you're ready <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely old enough. Uh, yeah, me and my girl been together for a while. Uh, we got a kid. He's here. He's chilling. He's uh he's the son of uh, like
0: we we spoke earlier. He's he's gonna be he's born to be a rock star like something, something crazy. <laughs> yeah, whatever he likes. He likes cars right now. So. Yeah, maybe he'll be a, I don't know a NASCAR driver. Maybe. But yeah, let's let's take it back to uh, you growing up. You grew up in Bakersfield. Yep, that's my want to call it, like third home. Oh, for real? Yeah, because I I'm. Born, I'm not, I'm not born I'm born in Mexico Raised in LA LA I feel like is my home More than Mexico But I did I did live in Bakersfield For like a couple months That's like the only place I've lived Like actually lived I lived in Mexico for a year But like Bakersfield i lived there for like Like a couple months Off and on You know what, what I mean it. So like I Like that's like My third home Like I have a soft spot For Bakersfield I, I, did, I didn't even know What Bakersfield was Like ever <laughs> until Like my on move over there and then every, all my aunts started moving over there. My mom was like, oh, let's go move to Bakersfield. I'm like, holy shit, this is, like, fucking depressing. And, and I, f- I feel like your time was even worse, because now there's, like, there's like some stuff going on. I feel like it's become more of a town. It's become more of a little city. I feel like
1: before it was just straight up a town. It's expanding for sure, but it's it's always been pretty grim up there. You got to kind of, like, you got to make your own entertainment. Oh, my God. Sure. I was banging my
0: fucking, like, heading against the wall, like, three <laughs> days in. I was like, there's no fucking noise. There's no... It's nothing going on. Oh yeah. I got super excited when the dude with the Raspaws came by, like once, that's it. He never came again. But like I was like, Holy shit, there's a dude selling raspados I was like, Where'd you guys stay? Were you stay on the east side? Uh it was uh, old downtown. Oh yeah. So like technically it was like a twenty five minute walk from like downtown Bakersfield yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, you were in like probably like uh like P Street, Q Street. I don't remember honestly, but it was it was it was I don't see it was that great. I was like, no, they say Bakersfield's got uh, all the problems of L.A. but none of the culture. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's (laughs) that's, true.
1: It's pretty. That's pretty accurate.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I remember uh, one thing my aunt always says is like, oh, like Bakersfield's better than L.A. because like you know it's like nicer. I'm like, yeah, you live in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, but even then, it's like there's it just feels like you're gonna offer yourself any minute. Like it's just like there's nothing to do. There's no noise either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Quiet. Well, how'd you end up in Bakersfield? How'd you grow? I always wonder that. How did people grow up in Bakersfield? Uh,
1: my parents are just from there. They're like, from um, there. Yeah. My my. How long yeah. has been? How long has Bakersfield been around? Like as a. Uh, what they do? They did like a bicentennial recently. Or wait, was it the country's bicentennial in seventy six? I don't know, like a hundred some years. I don't even know. I don't know too much of the history of the Bakersfield. I feel like Bakersfield. I thought Bakersfield was like a new town. Like it's been around uh, for like. No, it's like a. Uh, it's like a John Steinbeck like grapes of wrath type community like it was uh, like farm like uh, immigrant workers or not even immigrant workers sorry migrant workers yeah like of all colors bouncing through there and working at the farms and then once the oil fields got established people basically going out there to like be work as roughnecks and just you know try to get their bread in the in the oil fields and uh. it, a lot of that's maintained to this day like a lot of uh like a vast majority of the town is like descendants of like Oklahomans that came out during the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl, like looking uh, for work and yeah. settling in the in the San Joaquin Valley. Yeah, because I think you've uh, you mentioned before that, or I heard
0: that your grandpa, or grandma, somewhere along the lines, dated like
1: Jonathan Davis is Like, oh, not dated, but my uh, my grandma, like him and Dottie, or her and Dottie, which is Jonathan's grandma, were like neighbors for a long time, and but. You did catch on that You're on some like Nardwars Yeah that's, that's So my uncle uh, My dad's brother He date or Married Jonathan's I don't know if was His half sister Or like his cousin Or something yeah. But they were married For a brief period In the 80s That's fucking that's Some yeah. town shit right there Yeah Some Bakersfield shit Yeah And also uh, She recently worked At the same company That my mom worked at Huh Yeah some town <laughs> shit right there Some Bakersfield <laughs> shit
0: Yeah everybody Yeah cause uh, Like Yeah yeah like here Like
1: yeah I don't even wanna We're not gonna talk about Bakersfield for too long But Yeah it's a yeah. bigger it, LA's bigger You're not really gonna have those weird connections But yeah. They call it Bakersfield related They say up there is related Like Somehow Isn't some there like connection. only two high schools in Bakersfield? No no Back in the day Maybe like when my grandparents were going to school Oh uh, okay It was just like Central High Which is not Bakersfield High School And like How many high schools are there? It's not a lot When I was going to school there was probably like 12 12, oh, that's it like now Maybe 17 Yeah Like Now Since I Since I moved out of town I know for sure That there's like Four or five new high schools But
0: not, That's actually not even a lot Compared to like LA has a new high nah, school I mean
1: LA is like You could compare LA schools To like s- s- Other state schools yeah, like yeah You could say like You know New Hampshire doesn't have as many schools High, high schools as Los Angeles Yeah, yeah, yeah. But It's it's growing, but it's not. It's not huge. It's growing very little, little, by little.
0: Yeah, Bakersfield's fucking nuts. But yeah, um, you grew up there. I was growing up there. Like your personal experience.
1: Uh, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. We played a lot of sports. Uh, like you like, just kind of do what you do. Like we, everyone kind of skates, plays sports, tries not to like melt in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, how was your home life? How was, like, your childhood? Uh, it was cool. I got a little brother, like, um... You were the oldest? Just you two? Yeah, it just us. Like, uh, my mom and dad are together. Um, like, my dad was working as a, a pulmonary therapist, which is, like, uh, a, a, like, helping people, like, figure out their, like, like breathing stuff. So, like, if you're... Yeah, he, he worked at a lab for a while, which they went under... A while back In Bakersfield In Bakersfield That's
0: fucking That's a weird job And we're like yeah, That's just like, like So
1: random the, It's in like The medical field And now he yeah. does uh, Now he does like Helps like With in-home health care Like if you're Like say your grandma Is on like oxygen And she's having a problem With the oxygen tank Like she'll call up Like a, a tech to help Like my, maybe my dad Helping her like Walk through like How to help How to figure out How to get it to work And then my mom like when I was growing up, like when my earliest memories, like she was working as a, a secretary for the local college, for the junior college in Bakersfield. And then like she went back to school down, uh, I don't even know, I was too young to even know, but I don't know if it was correspondence courses or if she would come down for like nights or weekends or whatever. She was going to Laverne, which is like down here somewhere. And she finished up her, like her master's degree, yes. I guess, yes. in communication. And then she like started her own like public relations firm in town and started really getting it for herself. And and actually, you started moving until, uh, like, up to, like, you were, you were in Bakersfield your whole life until you were 18? Uh, I was born in Panorama City. So, like, I mean, we lived in Sylmar for like a year, but moved to Bakersfield. I lived there for as long as I remember huh. since I was a little guy. And
0: how'd you, how did how, you
1: eventually get out of there once you were 18? Uh, after, once I finished school, like, high school, I uh, went to college in Tacoma. I was actually, I graduated, I was 17, but just because I was born in like, I was born in August, so I always started school like right on my birthday or like right around my birthday. Uh So I was like the youngest kid in class. Oh,
0: okay.
1: And like I turned 18, like it was like like three weeks into being at school or something.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Okay yeah Because I think uh, When I went to Bakersfield One thing I always heard From the people
1: is like No one leaves Bakersfield And those who leave I always like they, they always get like Sucked in yeah, back then yeah, yeah it's a real thing Yeah Back like in high school People like Oh yeah So you're gonna get Sucked back in It's the magnet man It's the magnet <laughs> But like A lot of people I know the left Went back And a lot of people I know the left Like really fight hard To leave And like It's crazy man Like small like, LA is different But like small towns Like there's comfort in, in being there, and there's like uh, those connections that the small towns have. Like, say you go out and you're not able to, you know, make it make things work for yourself in a big city. You can go back home and like, you know, people there. You could maybe use the connection or someone you know from school or someone your grandpa or uncle or somebody knows yeah. and live your life. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, because a lot of people, yeah, I think they're used to paying like rent so cheap. That like it's like why would I go to LA? Like you know what I mean? It's like I like I work at whatever job I'm able to pay my bills. I drink, go to that one show happens like if anything. Right now I think there's no more shows in Show. There was
1: for a minute and then like right now I feel like it died. Yeah, there's some shows. There's some shows going on. I know there's one coming up uh, on May 21st. It's more of like a event, but that band uh, God is playing. G A H D. They're called Greed and Human Disgust. Hmm. Just the homie Mario Yeah Well It's like all like the 19th Street homies Like They just got like this like punk band They started up They've been playing a few shows But they're playing on the 21st Do you know Andy chance? What's the last name?
0: Andy I don't know. He's, he's One thing I, he's crazy about him Is that he's half Mexican Half Israeli You know He's like a younger kid Oh and, uh, Yeah 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 Andrew's yeah. got curly hair Yeah yeah, yeah no, You know uh, Richie Or I forgot his actual name Uh He's always been to like, different looks. Like, I think he was, like, bald, and he had, like, pink eye- eyebrows and pink long hair. You know, Noah?
1: He's like he's, Some of the kids, some of the kids. I, he plays a sand coffin. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I'm I'm a little older. Yeah. Like, some of these guys, your name, I'm <laughs> legitimately probably twice their age. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, I do know some of the kids. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not in Bakersfield a whole lot. Um, yeah. And, like, most of the people, like, most of, like, the younger generation I do know from there is, like, Kind of through Instagram, they're like the little homies of like the guys that I grew up with. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but like I got a lot of love for Bakersfield now. Like I love the scene. I love all the, like the yeah. Like this. Did, did you? Uh, so did you ever? Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll talk sometime about Bakersfield. But yeah, so you moved into a you went to college. Why did you go to college? Uh, the, at the time, college seemed like what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it, it, I wh- liked wh- school. I was I didn't hate school. Like, I liked uh, learning. I didn't. I never liked authority, but I liked learning. And mm-hmm. I felt that once I got to college, there would that would go away. Like, it would be like a you could do um, whatever pretentious from- like learning atmosphere. Like, academia was held in this high regard. Is like you're going to go and you're going to learn. And you're going to discover all this stuff. Was it? A lot like, of the same shit. A lot of the same all shit? A lot of the same stuff. And like I, I played sports at the time, like I played baseball and uh, I played, I wrestled, played baseball and played football in high school. You're, you're a Dodgers fan, right? Yeah, huh? hard. Okay. Like, yeah. stopped playing football and wrestling early on, but kept playing baseball. Ended up playing some baseball in college. So that was the school that was interested in me playing ball that I seemed like it, I would have a good time up there, went for you, a visit, ended up. What was your position? I uh, played center field and I pitched. Center field? Yeah. Center field is the hardest. I feel like it's a pretty hard position. Yeah, I know. It, I was always sorry. really, I was always
0: super bad, so they put me in right field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where the ball's being hit a little bit less. Yeah, and then eventually I worked my way up to short saw. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I always, I feel like I like batting just because like I, that was that was my favorite part about baseball. Like that's like my favorite part. Like just the tension that builds up when someone's pitching. Baseball the best part. I don't really like sports that much anymore. Like I kind of grew out of sports, but I still love baseball. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't play that much ever, but. Dude, watching baseball is like watching a movie.
1: It's like a, it's a crazy mind game, like it's a lot... Uh, I get with people are like, oh, baseball is boring as hell, but it's like every single pitch... It matters. ...and what happens on that pitch affects what every single player on that field is thinking and doing the next pitch. Yeah. And it's like, it constantly changes. And even if, depending on what the pitch is going to be, like if it's a, you know, a fastball or a changeup or a curveball and where it's thrown in the zone, it's gonna change where someone's playing, where a runner's gonna go, like, it's just it's crazy. Fucking it's fucking nuts. Yeah.
0: Anything, and I feel like that's the one sport where, like, you could be winning, what, like, three to zero the whole game, and then if the bases get loaded, yep. home run, that's it. Yeah, like one swing. That's it, it. it Like Yeah, that's like, in ba- and soccer, and I feel like any other sports, like, there's a clear advantage. Yep. Baseball's like, anything could happen. Maybe soccer, but not, not really much soccer. But, um, but yeah, so, uh,
1: you, you graduated? I graduated high school, not college, I dropped out. Um, I broke my hip uh, my freshman year, and then I kind of just like lost interest in school. Once I didn't have like, I think I maybe I, it, like was a little hyperactive <laughs> as a kid. I know I was hyperactive, but mm. once I didn't have the like structure of school, practice, mm. gym, like homework. Listen to music and hang out for a little bit. School, homework—like, I ones not that schedule anymore. And I started having more free time. I just kind of like started spiraling out of control with like.
0: So, is it safe to say if you never broke your hip? You wouldn't be trash on because
1: you would have continued to do that cycle and finish school. Maybe, maybe, but, but. I was always playing in bands Like I played in bands in high school In high school No, no, season. I mean you
0: still would have probably played in bands But would you would have like You probably would have like but been like Oh man I'm drinking to school
1: I need to finish college or something Potentially like I don't know I don't know is that, it Around, is it possible? around is it? that same time like uh, So I was in the uh, in the cafeteria at school wearing, I was wearing a Cursed shirt Do you know, you remember, do you know that band Cursed? Uh, how do you spell it? C-U-R-S-E-D no. They were a huge band That was on Death Wish at the time uh. <laughs> like twenty years ago. Uh-huh. But uh I was wearing a curse shirt and this dude that worked in the uh in the the cafeteria was like, Yo, what the hell? Like you like you listen to Curse? Like I thought you were just some like I thought you were just like some meathead like uh-huh. baseball player. Like what the hell? Yeah. And I look and he he ends up introducing himself, saying his name's Adam. We do house shows up the street here in Tacoma, come check it out. He ends up being the singer for this band called Gray Skull up there. Uh-huh. Lives in a house called Twelve Twenty Seven, which ends up being like dudes that I play in bands with, dudes that I end up living with, become like my close friends and like guys that I've like still know to this day. That just randomly from seeing a guy in a cafeteria and Dang. you know, playing, yeah. <laughs> being in some town, but like those those dudes gave me like a huge foundation. of like. Like uh, and had, and touring and like starting to play like in actual bands how'd you meet Lee and then Garrett so I met Lee um at the Carry On reunion shows in like damn Carry On is that old? like 2005 or 2004 I think was the reunion show so when was Carry On around then? Carry On was a band in like 2000 I think 2001 to like 2003 whoa so they and, broke up when I was born yo damn that's crazy yeah doesn't that? Was nuts. Yeah. So I graduated high school in 2003. I I, I was born in 2003. <laughs> Wild. Um, yeah, so that there was the carry-on reunion. We were all just broke like teenagers trying to go have some fun. I was living in Washington at the time. Lee lived in Sac. And we all just happened to have like kind of mutual friends through, I think, uh, probably the bridge Nine message board. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, yo, we're getting hotel rooms we're gonna get everybody who, can, who wants to join in, like throw five bucks on the room, we'll all just have couches and beds and everybody just link up and crash. And like at that point, like Northern California and the Northwest scene had a decent like camaraderie. So we mm. ended up being in like two different rooms with like, no joke, like 26 people. Dang. So there was, we were both straight edge at the time and there was like kids, that want, people wanted to party and people that wanted to chill, so it kind of naturally separates into like a straight edge room and a non-straight edge room where people are drinking and partying. Lee and I were edge, but bouncing off the walls just with excitement and just being hyper and end up just like keeping everybody up in the drinking room, <laughs> like yeah. we're partying, jumping off the shit, flipping on beds, just, <clears throat> just stoked to be somewhere new and have someone that you could like kick it with. And that was the first time I ch- like chilled with Lee and the energy's never really changed from then. like. Just jumping off shit and being reckless, kind of. It's
0: kind of <laughs> crazy to think because you're you're eventually a kid, a kid from Bakersfield. He's a kid from Sacramento, and he's a and Gary grew up in the Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. So like that's crazy, like that's fucking nuts. Like yeah, obviously there if you you know you, you put the history together, like how you eventually went to college and all that, it makes sense. But essentially, it's like damn, like you never know, like there could be a kid from like. Town you never heard of, or like somewhere far away, it's like, like, because I always think I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm gonna make a band with like the same people that I know around here, but it's like, you never
1: really know, yeah, until so someone moves up out of town, and like that's the catalyst. Like, it's like, I don't know, Everyone's everyone's got some kind of like unique story,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. Every, every anything great has a very like crazy, unique, troublesome story, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, um, so yeah, so you, you, uh, you, how old are you when you met Lee? So 2005 I think I was probably 19, 20. Yeah, I was like 19, 20, and you guys started trash talk right then and there, or or the so, idea.
1: Trash talk started in 2005, like the winter of 05. Technically, I think trash talk started in like maybe early November, and it was Lee and like three other guys, and. You weren't in it No shade G wasn't in it I wasn't in it No shade to the dudes But they're on it. At some point Throughout the time Someone edited the Wikipedia page To put them on there But They went to record the demo And couldn't play their instruments They couldn't play the songs So Garrett ends up Who was the engineer On the the session Uh. Ends up playing the instruments for them, And it was just The drummer This dude Chris Hans And Garrett playing over it Which I I'm not sure if that actually ended up being the demo, or if the next recording they did was a demo, but that was the demo. I was moving back to California from Washington, like maybe the next week, and I get a call on my Kia Sera cell phone, like yeah. <laughs> old school cell phones, brick phone. And Lee's like, "Yo, what's up? Like, it's Lee. Like, we're trying a new band. I heard you moving back to California. Like, what's up? We need a bass player. Let's run it." and I was like, yeah, fuck it, like I'll drive up to Bakersfield and, or drive up from Bakersfield like every other weekend and we'll get some practices in and start jamming. And like from there, they had like just started. So it was like the band had been together for maybe like five days. Went to try to record, Garrett joined. They hit me like the the next day or something. So within like 10 days of lineup changed. Yeah, the whole lineup changed and then the three of us was basically what it's been since then.
0: Do you know who edited that? Like it's probably the members themselves. So like, hey, was I wasn't
1: interested. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who, I yeah. don't know who, I don't know who did what. I don't, I don't really, and it doesn't really matter. No, no, me, no. But, yeah. uh, but I wasn't trying to throw, like, I was trying to name uh, names. But the, at one point, there was like a. It was like, what? Like, no one would have this information. Like, no one would know the, the, yeah. <laughs> that these dudes that were ever.
0: And uh, did he did he come up with the band? Uh, he Was it named Trash Talk ever since the beginning? Yeah,
1: so. Who came up with I the band think, I think it was this dude, uh, Peage, came up with the name. They were basically, um, I think it was Peage. It might have been someone else from the North Bay. But they were basically, it was like, yo, Lee, if you ever start a band, he, which Lee was on his deep voice back at the time because he was like 16 and has the same voice he has now He just had this raspy like oh, okay. like throaty throaty voice But they were like yeah, if you ever start a band it's just gotta be called trash talk because he was just Always talking crap to like everybody Oh really? He was just like inter- just talking so much shit like all the time
0: Ah oh, okay
1: <laughs> And so they are like that's, that's your band and so he started it and it was kind of a joke and It stuck
0: Damn so okay so I yeah, guess so t- Not a joke but <laughs> That's, I mean, it's a good band name yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a good band name for sure But, so, take, uh, I guess I just want to learn, like, how was You don't have to give me, like, a whole detail Like, this is what happened each year, and then it's album But how was your, from your perspective How was life going through Trash
1: Talk? Cool, yeah, we were just, like Just playing, having fun, man Like,
0: like when it started, uh, so you were staying in Bakersfield, was it, like Were you, like, did you eventually just, like, alright
1: I'm, I'm leaving Bakersfield and moving? Or, uh, it kind of happened organically, I think. Like, we would just play all the time, and there was, it really, what's interesting is it wasn't really like a conscious decision for us to be like, uh, oh, serious man. Let's hop on the road and be, like start getting, like, try to get better at this stuff. It was, it was like a, like, Garrett and I are both super competitive. So mm. it was like, we're playing and essentially competing with ourselves to make the next time we play sound better. So we just like, trying to get better and better and better, and tighter and tighter and tighter, all the while trying to bring this like, trying to, you know, not necessarily trying to like have an energy or do something, but it's like, while at the same time moving the way that you're compelled to move while doing it. And so it kind of just like, became this like frenzied like motion that mm-hmm. we would just play any and every show. like. Lee, would, Lee was booking shows at West Coast Worldwide at the time, which was like... Was that the place him and Mikey Hood's were? Yeah, so it was Mike Hood's spot. Yeah. And like, Lee would book shows and run shows there. He was like 15, 16. And it was basically like jump point and bands would come through there. We would hop on and play a show. If bands were playing in like a record store in Santa Rosa and they're like, hey, we got an opening slot. Like, we would drive an hour and a half, two hours out and go play at like 6 p.m. to whatever room or like, mm-hmm. we would drive from Sac to like Seattle, Washington and you know, on three days notice, because it's like, hey, there's this show going on, like, would you mm-hmm. guys want to play? And because I knew a couple people from up there, we booked shows, we kind of knew people from up and down the coast, we were able to just kind of hop on stuff and knew enough people to be able to yeah, kind of maneuver playing <laughs>
0: and, and the more uh, well, well and what like the more Trash Talk became touring more and more and the more you guys did stuff did how was, how was your life did you were you like working any jobs were you trying to like or you just you were just broke and like playing Trash Talk yeah the we were time? just
1: playing like we would uh there was a period where we would kind of like hit a tour and then wherever that tour stopped we would kind of just live and pick up on the next tour but at that time also there was never really like there was never really a lot of time to be somewhere like we would be off tour for like three weeks and then go hop on a tour or like hop on a show or there'd be some showcase or like a reunion show or some this or that and we would be like all right well we're going there like when champions um which at the time there was nothing weird going on yeah, yeah. But champion did a reunion show we're like all right cool we got the demo out we're gonna go up and we're gonna like Buy a you know like a 300 pack of CDRs. We're gonna burn these CDs. We're gonna hit them with two colors of spray paint. Uh, screen print some sleeves and like give some demos out at the show. And like so we were just given like we were pop. It was like mixtape style. Like yeah, giving away CDs out the trunk. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just yeah. It was just kind of like that's what we did.
0: Why do you th- why do you why do you think you never wanted to chill? Why do you think you never want like it was tour after tour.
1: That's just how it was. I don't even know. You, you never ever like. Maybe I need to chill. Nah, we, it was it was fun. that's what we liked. Huh. Right.
0: And, and we and we just and we just at
1: when off tours or uh, you guys all you guys always lived together right? Nah, um, we were, like people like we would stay like we lived in Philly at our homie Mook's house. Um, we would stay like kind of respectively at our like whoever's homes like we lived in. Lee and I had an apartment or had a room that we um, rented from this uh, girl up or this woman up there. And we would like share a room or we had an apartment together in Seattle with two other dudes that so was basically like a studio with the kitchen and a bathroom that it was for people that the very rare occurrences that Lee and I were there, we would have a mattress that we'd pull off the wall and just like everyone would pop up and that's like your, the mattress becomes your pillow. Yeah. And so we would sleep like across from each other and everyone would have the, the mattress as like their pillow and Yeah. Do everything like a commune, but it would just be like just kinda of
0: make do. I mean obviously obviously you guys bump heads and what what were some of the times that you guys like were like like can you tell any stories that you wanna like tell no I'm not gonna force it out of you, but some stories that you were like, damn one time this shit happened and we got down and then because I, I, and I quote, there's like uh, a video of you, some video of you guys. Um, he says, like, one day you guys will like fight each other and
1: like tell you, I don't want to see you again. And the next act like it was chill. Yeah, I mean, I don't, nothing really stands out. Like, uh, it's like you have your siblings. Yeah. It's like having a brother. Like, yeah. you guys fight, but at the end of the day, it's you against the world. So, yeah. like.
0: But I feel like a sibling, like, even if, let's say you're like, fuck you later. And then, like, like you're not, you don't, you're going to see him eventually. Like, like it's yeah. a family. But, like, I feel like. Like when it's like a brother that it's by choice, it's like it's harder to keep that. you know what I mean maybe
1: I don't know i I find it like i get I get what you're saying definitely, but for us, it was like it was so just like us in a van like really out on our own with like seventy five to a hundred bucks collectively to make make the whole thing work like it's you're fighting because you're tired and hungry and sick and don't really know what you're gonna do next, not because you're mad at each other. Yeah, and I think deep down you kind of realize that, and like you got more in common with each other than you do with anybody else in that uh-huh. in that town that you're in. And what what, what, are, some, what are some of are things that you
0: guys uh, you feel like you had in common that like made made your relationship like? I mean, we're just shung, just shung down for
1: everything. Like are we all like the same shit. Like,
0: uh, well, let me be more specific. Let me use Alpha's example. Uh, like uh, Anthony uh, Jim. Uh, Bad Jimmy's guy And uh, Luis And Fuck over his other name But you know The alpha The alpha people um, One thing they told me Is that When they were touring At that age They felt like They were like Kind of like They felt like Straight cats You know what I mean Like, But specifically They felt like They themselves Had no family To go back to So they themselves Were like Their own family Just how like A kid in college goes back to like their family it's like oh i'm going home i'm going i'm going back to like where i belong it's like they felt that amongst themselves you know what i mean that's what made it like more of a special bond more than just like we're homies we're boys and we're in a band no it's like we're
1: we're a family because yeah yeah. this is how we all feel collectively i mean i feel like uh anytime you got a a group of like four people that's literally willing to like throw caution to the wind like there's there's bands like i'm sure like but like not every band is like hurtling themselves and like putting themselves in like Mm. not saying that you're putting yourself in harm's way but like legitimately giving up comfort to just go play gigs like it takes like a a certain mindset Mm. and if you got that mindset you've got something in common already Mm. and then also having a bunch of other shit in common like it just
0: yeah do you you, like do you you believe in higher power or destiny or any of that Uh, or any sort of that
1: uh, I don't know. Sometimes, like I would say, maybe I believe it, but I like, don't put too much thought. Because too it, much thought. Too. Much. The
0: way I see trash talk is like, like the more I kind of like watch these little videos and like little interviews, like it's it seems more like uh like a, like I I from like just I don't have a band or anything, but from seeing my homies bands, so like they might play like even like they're big locally, right? Like I'm like damn, like how hard is it to have a fucking band in general? Even if you're shitty or good, it's hard to have a band. It's hard to have like. Or for people to like Collectively like You know do stuff right Yeah And then I think about it Like Travis I'm like you guys did All you guys did Let alone forget it Forget about like You guys ever Playing with Tyler Getting all big Being this huge band You guys did Even if you guys were like Just a punk band Another punk band It took a lot that That's one thing Then it took a lot To do things right As a band musically Then it took You know what I mean It took like a lot of Things over things That I'm like Damn like to some extent, I wonder if you guys all believe in, like, this was kind of meant to be, like, this was kind of a
1: written thing. To, to be honest, like, th- that sounds really, really nice, <laughs> but I really do think, like, if this is just what's inside of us, man, like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't coming out in the music, it would, like, people would be, we would be hurt, like, we would either have to find some other way to get it out or, like, yeah, yeah, like that might not be like a sane individual, you know? <laughs> like I I understand but like but it, like we just basically like like over the course of like the band like we just kind of like kind of just spoke our truth, kept our truth and like ran it like regardless of who was there, who wasn't there. Like we we would play the same show to like a sold out like big, like at, at the time, you know, like a big room which would be like 400 people to 500 people or a 1000 people like we're playing that same gig in front of six people, or in front of just the bands that played the show, maybe even playing harder to just the bands, just because that's just what you do. Like, it wasn't, yeah. there was never another option, which I feel, yeah. I feel like a lot of people will uh, play music and that, it's like, there's options. It's like, you're, you got a job, and you, you you wait, and you work up to build up money to go on tour, and then you go back to your job. Like, we never had a job. Like. We were to work and we were just, we were just a band. And when we weren't playing shows, when we went on tour, we were writing music and like figured out what was next.
0: Oh, okay, okay, this is gonna, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this band. Have you heard of Smut? The punk band Smut. Yeah. I'm here. Okay, mm-hmm. let me use that band example. when they, when they told me their story, their story fucking like, it's kind of not even like it, it's, it's crazy, but it's not even like I wouldn't even say that different from yours guys, right? Like they had the same thing, same like kind of type, you know what I mean, type of punk energy right they, and I, I feel like what makes what made you guys special compared to other bands is that I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this but I feel like a lot of hardcore punk bands don't necessarily stand for anything anymore you know what I mean like there is no like like actual like, you know what I mean like old punk it, like forget it sometimes forget about the music it, it stood for something you know what I mean like There was like a genuine message Now I feel like it's, like the music has become a little bit more of the priority Like choose what you want to sound like Choose your influences And then like write some lyrics that fit the music And that's what made Trash Talk kind of like It made it more of a statement So what I'm trying to say is that I use that band Smut as an example Because like, like, like There could easily be a movie about their story As much as there could be a movie of yours, right? But what made you guys even more like What I believe that there's like Something greater maybe out there that like put you guys to like get together is that just like you said right now, you will have to let that, you know, anger, sanity get out. Sure you could have done that in a in a punk band that like people like for a second. You guys broke up and you let that energy go and that 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 that's it. But you guys did more than just that if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like like it it all came together collectively, just like any punk band did. You guys were broke, you guys rocked it out and then but there was so much more than that. You know what I mean? Like there was a greater story being told, if that makes sense. How many kids like, I think, I'm trying to think of another band, but how many kids, like, just how Turnstile was doing that, you guys did that then. How many kids, like, saw, like, Tyler, and then were like, oh, shit, Trash Talk, and then yeah. now they're into this world, you know what I mean? You guys did a lot,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I would argue that that's, or I argue, but I would say that that's largely just, like, staying true to yourself. Like, mm. if you're making, if you're making music because that's what's cool at the time or because making music is cool, don't make music. If you're making if you sound like something because that's what's popular at the time, you shouldn't sound like that, but everything with the that we always did through our whole like through everything was because that's what we felt because that's what we liked because that's what we were doing, not because it was on trend because it was off trend like it was never like a we never let outside sources dictate what we do. it was always like, "Hey, you guys want to do this? you guys want to do that? Yes, no, and then you just do it, yeah, and it was like never a um there was never a thought about what's like what's gonna give us good optics or what's Mm -hmm. gonna give a, like what's gonna, what's cool, it was, and I feel like a lot of that is kind of what makes punk punk and what makes punk cool is that you can have bands doing whatever and it's all under the same umbrella, like turnstile sonically doesn't sound like a lot of bands that they play with, but they're gigging because it's all the same vibe and it's like they're, like, Turnstile is one of the bands Is one of the bands that's speaking, like, their truth, like, the hardest, like, out of bands right now. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, they sound like themselves. They're being themselves. Like, they're, they're speaking their truth. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, there's a, like, I think, believe it or not, like, even though, like, everybody would argue, yeah, that's what punk is, I feel like a lot of, there's every band that I've seen, and it's not something bad, it's just something that naturally comes. I feel like there's always some sort of a little bit of expectations, or, like, a little bit of, like, like um You know There is a little bit of expectation Even I'm not saying I'm not saying that Every hardcore band right now Is like I want to play Fucking Signing fury I'm not saying that But I do But I do see a lot of Like bands like And that's That's understandable I'm not saying that's a bad thing But there is a beauty Like you said When it's like You're just playing What you like And you're genuinely A fan of stuff You know what I mean You're not like I only listen to Hatebreed and Marauder And like That's what I'm gonna play And I'm gonna like Fucking tour And I'm gonna like fund it like You know what I mean It's a beauty of like I fucking like uh, Cause it's. I think it's weird because a lot of people don't actually like a lot of. I think I was talking to Sam about this. Like, a lot of people like don't actually like everything. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah. Like a lot of like uh, like you like Jimi Hendrix. I don't think you go to people in hardcore. Like I'm pretty
1: sure a lot of people won't be like, yeah, fuck with Jimi Hendrix heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like people. I don't know. It's like everyone's everyone's got preferences and. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's how I fuck with people who just like
0: like a lot of stuff because, like, as much as that's what punk is, like, it's kind of not, a, not that anymore.
1: Like, and a lot of kids don't really like, like, fuck with a lot of stuff anymore. Like, I think that it can be, uh, and I'm probably, I'm guilty of it as well that when you're getting into punk rock, it feels like something, it's something that's, feels so unique and yeah. so special and, like, it's, like, such a beautiful thing that can be, that's, like, one, this incredibly universal term and ideology that you can be connected to people across generations, as well as this tiny microcosm that's, you know, whatever it is in your tiny town or in any yeah, yeah. part of your brain, like it's such a broad term and such a broad thing that it it can be kind of overwhelming for a 15-year-old to be like, okay, I'm punk- I like, punk now and to not subscribe to like I am a punk I must, must follow this dress code I need mm. to be against these you know yeah. thoughts I need to think this I need to say this and it's hard to like not try to be a cookie cutter when you're like 15 16 years old and get mm. into the stuff and like people eventually do learn that there's more and that's I don't think that's kind of a cool thing and yeah but now we're going to get into dog man what is that uh, so the actual OG Dog Man is my great uncle uh, Bearcat, who <laughs> Bearcat. Bearcat Miller. Yeah, he was a uh, he was like a junker in like uh, in Oklahoma, and uh-huh. he used to get he used to he had like a house with a bunch of like old cars and refrigerators, and it was like a parts like scrapyard, uh-huh. and he would drink his his whiskey and go howling through the night and just kind of like. Shouting at the moon and doing his thing on his property, going through his, huh. going through his phases, having a, you know, having his having his time, you know, but he was known around town as the Dog Man, and that's kind of what that that lore and the and the and trash talk comes from, and I just thought that that would be cool to pay homage to it. Like I got a dog, I love dogs, I think it would be a good uh, tie-in.
0: Um, I should I that's I should do my research,
1: but what what exactly is the song
0: Dog Man about? And the,
1: uh, yeah, the dog man. Yeah, into the dog man him as he walks, Bugs. bellowing, teeth yelling. It's just legit, my my, my uncle.
0: Hmm. Why, why
1: did you? Why was he? What what made your relationship so special with him? Oh, I never even met the dude. It's just like this, like family lore. Like it's like, uh, huh. it's kind of like a, everyone's got that like lone wolf, like howling at the moon inside you, but like. Uh, so
0: like, I don't guess mm. that's crazy. I, tap in, tap I love everywhere. I
1: love that shit. That's just like that's just like.
0: I, I love hearing shit like that. It's like, uh, kind of crack for me. Like, when I hear like, when someone gets immortalized in one tiny way or another, like, that's just fucking sick. Like, your <laughs> uncle was probably like, you know, like
1: who he was. And the fucking kids are like singing to Dogman. Yeah, i uh, i got an envelope at home that's got like pictures of like the family. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can find a picture and I'll send it to you. It's yeah. like a pretty gnarly, dude. Huh. And and that's what you name, and
0: your uh, what do you call it toy brand or a toy yeah. project yeah yeah toy toy company toy, you, named toy it, you named it you named after him also and wh- wh- why do you like toys a lot uh,
1: like I grew up on like Ninja Turtles and like action figures and kind of just always loved them and never really stopped loving them I mean, why do
0: you think that never stopped because why do you, why do you think most people most people would to the idea of, like I grew up I'm like I'm over it like so
1: like the first time but. Was I was like, I guess I must have been around seven or eight, and I had all the original Ninja Turtles with the the squishy heads. Yeah. And my little brother was like two, and he ripped all the heads off. And as a kid, now I know probably because I work with toys, that I could have just used a heat gun and like popped them back in. But at the time, I couldn't put the heads back on, and he ruined my whole set. And like I was pissed, Uh. and so I'm like trying to like collect and get all these toys back. And I think that was probably the first time that was like. Had this like itch of needed toys and wanted toys, and oh. that may have carried on. Plus, they're fun to look at, and I've always liked working with my hands.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. Like, More. But right. see, that's one of those things that like, I've noticed how, like, just how you had a very pa- like, just how you're passionate about punk right, and learning about music. That's like, something that you just it's just in you. Like you, you know You're gonna Probably until you die Continue like loving to love music Even if you're just Listening to it On the car Or or if you're playing it Like that's how See even since you were a kid You see how like That passionate drive Of like I want to Like I love my toys And I need to like That itch came out That's See that's one thing That makes me think like Some people are just like is You know what I mean Like is it Are you just built like that Like It's
1: kind of a It might be a problem Cause it's a problem. Like, It's the same thing Where like I could never Like I don't think I could ever Work a 9 to 5 Like and be, like, fulfilled, like, that, even though I wish I could, like, that would be so great to, like, be like, hey, I want to be a teacher, like, I wanted to be a teacher when I was younger, but in my mind, there was never a process of, like, you go to school, you get your credentials, you go teaching, you get experience, you do this, you do that. You think it's, like, a mental problem? I don't know, (laughs) know. maybe. Uh. (laughs) I don't, maybe I never thought about it like that, but...
0: Because it, it, it could be a spiritual thing Or a, or like a medical thing Because like, it could be a spiritual thing Where like oh Like some people are just Blossom to be leaders or whatever I or could, could never
1: do something I wasn't passionate about Yeah and I think that's kind of like
0: I've never I've, I've had like i us talk to Lisa about it I've had like The craziest jobs you think of. I've worked at the Santa Monica Pier I've worked at a vet, I've worked at Fucking Awesome I work like the most random jobs Like the, probably like every Like I work at a Metro PCS now But I've always quit and people always tell me Like you're a bitch For like quitting I'm like I can't physically like Like I do it to get by To get some money Save my money But I'm like I can't Like I I Like I'm gonna go insane Like I Like sometimes I'm literally Like at Metro because I'm working nine to eight And I'm like fucking Like I'm literally Throwing pans at the wall Like And I and I don't I, What's up No but like You know what I mean like, I can't Like I need to like I'm like I'm like Like one thing is mentally I'm like Like fucking like Like I don't know Like, like what's that uh, Like um uh, what's that How the fuck was that uh, What's that A Question mark guy from Batman uh, The Riddler The Riddler You know the Riddler When his, when his like face is melting at the oh, end Oh yeah yeah That's how I literally feel Yeah But then like you Start going crazy Yeah but then I can't physically Contain myself from throwing stuff Yeah Like You know what I mean Like I'm literally like I need to throw this shit Cause
1: See like that I got I have I 100% sympathize with that yeah. Like In high school I used to like uh, Drink before school To kind of like Knock that off And knock that out Until it got out of control And then it was like I was one day it was on Valentine's Day, I think in like two thousand one or two thousand I think it was two actually it might have been two thousand. And like I just got two faded and like during the Pledge of Allegiance, they like ran over the thing. Try to stand up, I couldn't stand up and I freaking just vomit, puked all over in my uh, my statistics math book. Oh, yeah. Slam it closed, sprays all over my homie to the right. Actually not even my homie, this is the guy I know who's now doing twenty five the life behind bars, but went all over his J's like it was a mess, it was sloppy, and, like, I guess, I, would, I at that point, like, I had to confront, like, it was, uh, like, a, a district-ordained, like, yeah. intervention, but, like, I had to kind of confront, like, the issues and, like, figure it out, and, like, that was a big thing, and...
0: Okay, okay, we're getting somewhere, here. so, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know how you said, like, it could be a mental thing or whatever, like, a problem, where, like, you can't physically, like, contain yourself from doing certain stuff, or, like, Kind of like anxiety, but not like it's kind of like that. So check this out. You know how there's people like there's I've noticed people at work where I work, where they like they do the same thing. They get really faded, we get really fucked up, and they go into work, try to be there. You know, sell the fucking phones and like, and then they like they're out. Right. The difference is the difference between like I feel like not 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 on like some egotistical shit, but the difference between me and that person is that I know what I love, and I know that when I get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna, you know, fucking go on my girlfriend, and listen to some music, or like go fucking record a podcast or whatever. And then they're just gonna, like, I don't know. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. fucking smoke at home. And like, I'm like, damn. So, like, what if me and that person, that that person, we have the same itch, we have the same what you have, what, we, what I feel like we all have, but that person doesn't have enough knowledge to know. That there's more out
1: there Yeah, there's no There's no productive outlet for it Yeah Yeah, for sure That's fucking nuts I mean, that's like a There's like a, a whole myriad of reasons Like it could be like You smoke to run from something Or you're drinking to like Not think about something Or right. you decompress Or whatever I mean, there's like There's a host of, host of reasons for anything
0: Damn And uh, to get back to the toy thing When did you, you actually like Started taking it
1: seriously? Um, probably about Like four five years ago at this point like 2016 like uh we started to have a little bit more time off a tour and i started to have a little bit more freedom to like pursue like other interests and like things i like doing that wasn't just working on trash talk or working on music stuff and i got back into sculpting like i used to i used to do um like in art school like art class in like junior high yeah i was pretty decent with clay and like really enjoyed it and had a lot of like had a lot of fun creating stuff and like problem solving with the materials, even though I had a teacher that was just like, just hated all my stuff, it would just gonna be horrible, t- just tanked my grades on like, I thought they were decent sculptures, but they were offensive to her. <laughs> um, but I kind of got back into it, and then I wanted to duplicate, so that I could duplicate the sculptures so I could paint them, and kind of make, like make something out of it. And when I realized, when I learned that by duplicating them in silicone, by making the mold, I run a very high risk of breaking the original piece. Yeah. My heart sunk cuz I'm like, dude, I'm like I just spent, you know, like legit 18 hours sculpting this piece of clay. Yeah. Firing it in the oven like in like 10-minute increments over, you know, like you know, five sleepless nights while I'm keep keeping my girl up who's trying to sleep in like in bed in this in our apartment with the light on like working on this thing like all through the night. Yeah. And Then I could just bust it, trying to duplicate it. I'm like, well, let's find a different different way to do this. So I try to start teaching myself on uh, how to make molds off of just regular toys. And so I'm duplicating just pieces of toys and then putting those together. Then I start realizing, like I discover on through the internet, through Instagram, that there's like a whole community of people doing that. Yeah. And then I kind of just tap in and... A toy community? Yeah, kind (laughs) of tap in and then just kind of run with it.
0: Yeah. I forgot what you said right now. You said something specifically, but I'm gonna bring it back about to the what we said. What we were talking about earlier before the do, before the toys about, you know. Um, so you, you know how we said. I want. I, I want to ask this. Do you, you know how we said? Oh, like uh, you, you, you have the feeling I can't, like I can't physically be at this job or whatever. I can't have a nine to five. Like I just can't deal with it. When, like, do you also have that feeling when you know, some, like, you're doing something wrong, like, uh, like morally, like. Like it's like something Is pulling you to do Like you're like I can't do this I can't do this Like same example Like uh, I think my sister Last time said like Oh can you take me to school Like in the morning And I was like Fuck that I don't want to Fucking take you to school It's too early Like I got work Until like 12 So I could sleep mm-hmm. And then again Like I was like I'm not doing it And then she's like And then she's like Alright cool And then I, I wake up And I'm like Fuck! I gotta get up and I gotta take her to school because I just know that like it's like it's like it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, not it's, even yourself is doing it, like so, like it's like something's pulling you like you gotta do the right thing. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> called the moral compass. No, but like like there, there, there's a, there's a, there's like uh, there's a thing of just knowing what's right, like knowing like what's right and actually doing it because I think the average person and like that's a simple like that's a basic example, right? Yeah, for sure. But like how you how with your kid earlier. How you're like, oh, like, if, if, if he is out of my sight, like, I physically, like, I'm not, it's not just thinking what could happen. It's like, I physically feel the anxiety of everything else. Yeah, for you know I mean? sure.
1: I mean, I would say sometimes, like, I'm trying to be more aware of it now. Um, I would say that, like, up to a point, like, I was pretty unaware of, like, imp- like my impulses. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that, like, trying to, especially being with, like, having him around, like, you're more aware of, like, every, just everything and so, like, maybe to a certain point now, mm-hmm. whereas maybe not before. Like, when there's more people like relying on you than just like you or nobody. Like, when, like if you don't yeah. care what happens, like, there's not going to be a whole lot of accountability for your actions. Or what? What are some things Mars has taught you about life? Uh, he's taught me a lot. Like patience, more patience. What do you teach me? You're talking about the change a diaper. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but like bringing like a whole another life is like in your hands like that's an easy
1: responsibility like yeah I mean a lot of it is helping me slow down and just kind of like appreciate appreciate the moment for what it is mm-hmm. also uh, helping me with, with like planning because I was always like pretty much like a wake up in the morning all right what are we doing today kind of guy yeah now like I'm getting better with schedules and like making sure that. I've got, not escapes built into the day, but like, gotta plan and make sure that he's taken care of throughout the day, so I always gotta, um, like with baseball, we were talking about earlier, like yeah. you're, you're gonna change your approach based on the pitch and the situation, like, yeah. I know he needs a, he needs a nap at <laughs> one, I gotta go do this, Like we're gonna build that in, we're gonna hop in the car at 12.30 so we can sleep on the way to where we're going, or like, yeah. maybe scheduling and planning. Yeah. Is
0: there, uh, is there any people you personally look up to? I mean, I'm pretty. It, it could be anybody that you're like. This is like why I want to be such a great dad. Because from what I've seen, like you're very like you're very like you're, uh, you're
1: like a very caring caring father more than like the average father. I just don't want to. I don't want to mess up, man. I want to give him all the all the love and all the love that I got with the guidance that I wish I would have had. On guidance, Do you think you can have a lot of guidance from them? Mm, uh, I wouldn't say I didn't have guidance, but like, orange. nice spit dude. <laughs> like they say that like, yeah orange chips are orange that you're so like you're so different from your parents that like there's no possible way that they could relate you know to like the problem that you're going through or like the time that you're in and all this different stuff like I wanted to try to like let him show me who he is and let him like be him and just to foster all of that, like to foster and like help him to explore that, that, like whatever he's good at, whatever he wants to do. Like I feel like growing up, like I played sports. Yeah, that's what people do. Like I was good at some of them, but my grandpa was a, was a coach and like physical education Mm. teacher. so. That's what my that was oh, how my dad was shown love was through sports and like I'm I know that's how my dad showed me love was through sports like we were on weekends we would practice oh okay okay we would oh, do these things like basically oh, like, tra- oh, like training oh, to try to be like oh, I don't know the oh, oh, NFL is going be bro I'm five like on a good day I'm like five nine and a half I weigh like 160 pounds like I'm not <laughs> on a I'm good not day, yeah. big bro. yeah yeah there's no league that, that I'm going to like at yeah. any point ever <laughs> so like. I would rather bond with him over what he likes and something that I know nothing about than to try to bring him to my interests and, like, get him to hate it. Because, like, there was a period in high school where, like, I was playing football and, like, I was decent at it. My grandpa was like, oh, you're super good. You could have gone to college, this and that. But it's like there was no joy in it for me. Uh And when I just wanted a dad and just to have someone that I could, like, talk to about girls or, like, uh, be like, Dad, like you know, I'm at this new school. Like, there's this weird roided out, like, bully that's trying to, like, step to me. Like, I could handle it, but I'd, you know, have someone to talk to about it. Like, uh, I felt like I didn't have that because it was, like, a coach. And, like, at dinner, we're talking about three-step oh, okay. drop and this play and that play. And it's, like, it came to a certain point where I'm, like, I probably was in tears and just be, like, yo, I don't want to talk about football anymore. Like, shut up. Like, I don't want this. Like, stop telling me about football. And then I, I, I melt, like, that that feeling where it's like you wanna throw something or physically break something or like, you're having that like anxious, like claustrophobic yeah. moment and you just can't do it anymore and something's gotta to be torn off or stripped and like, then I just stopped doing it. And it's like, that was my, it created a huge riff in my house, but like I stopped playing football and that was the way to like try to get my dad back. But. Damn. So, but so it's like, take away that coach relationship, get the get, get the pops back. Like I love my dad Like he's sick Like he kicks up my kid All the time Like
0: uh, Damn that's that crazy the way, he, uh, the way he said it uh, You you had uh, He only showed love Through football Like through like, No 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 Not
1: like I, that Not like that Not like that No like, no, no like,
0: I'm, not, I'm not Like that's That's yeah. just the
1: easy That's a way to like Like If I wasn't Thinking about it And if I wasn't uh, Like if I didn't Think about it at all If I probably hadn't Had like that meltdown Moment where it's like I can't do football anymore Like where I was having Like a really hard time my way to show love to him would be to show him music to show him bands i like to buy him guitars to do this and stuff but if he if he doesn't like music mm-hmm. then what kind of weirdo am i just yeah. be showering all this stuff on him That's like dad i like you know i like drum and bass dad yeah. or i like rap like why are you giving me amps i want an npc like don't buy me a, this or like you know i like art like stop trying to force karate down my throat or you know Yeah uh, like I, I, I guess wanna try to like foster what he likes and just to like explore it and push him in any direction he wants to go and if, yeah. he, if he feels the pressure like I don't want I wanna just have no pressure and See
0: I feel like like my dad I'm lucky. Most people will be fucking say I'm lucky. Thank you. This is a lemon. Thank you. <laughs> Like most parents would be like oh, I wish my dad was into music My dad's a metalhead Sick yeah. yeah so like But I, Like that's one thing we struggle now Cause I haven't seen him like in, Since I was like 10 So like well that's one thing We struggle now It's like Like we I just, like, I'm like yo this sick band Pull your car from LA Blah 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 Like I show him But other than that Other than music Cause he's like a dude Who like kinda just Never really had any like Ambition or anything He just like worked Listened to music Got home You know And then like right now Like Like it's just We can't really talk about anything yeah, it like just feels like a dry, like like yeah, sick like after music, like that's it. Like like he just tells me, like, oh like like it's the same questions, and then someone's just like, hey, why don't you talk to me anymore? I'm like, dude, like I don't know, like I wanna to talk to you, but like every time like I talk to you, it's like we have we can have a conversation about music, and that's it. Like that's yeah. it. Like we can't really like there is nothing. Like it's just always you ask me the same three questions. How's everything? How's your sister? Oh, anything new, and that's it. And I'm all like you know what I mean? And, and like that's cool like, they, like that someone like I think Yeah a lot of people like Maybe just need to learn About their kids Instead of
1: like yeah. Trying to mold them For sure I think that's like a I think that's like a big thing With like our Our, our generation Or the gen, the generation Now of like Of parents Is that like There is more Like pay attention With the kid With the kids about Like Cause like the, Our Like my parents generation It was like You know Kids are to, meant to be uh, Seen and not heard You know Yeah then the generation of when I was a kid like it was like the, the the meme material of it is that it was all about feelings and like everyone gets a, yeah. a trophy and all this and that and then now it's like okay well like what does the kid want to do like what you know it's like it all comes in different like waves of like learning more about familial bonds and like the relationships and yeah kind of what you want to preserve in the relationship <gasps>
0: Alright, to wrap this up, anything you want to talk shit? Anything you want to say fuck you to?
1: Nah, not really. Nah. <laughs> nah, man, I'm a peaceful person.
0: Yeah. You're, yeah, it's, uh, you're <laughs> over the the fuck everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Owie. you want to say anything? You want to say, uh, what is Mars gonna say? Owie! Owie? I think he said orange. Do you say hi, mom? Oh, okay, that's sick. (laughs) That's sick. All right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I want people to listen to this. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Spencer from Trash Talk. Later. Peace.